Today's show is pre-recorded. everybody excuse me you are listening to the voice come on dig me now <laughs> one and only steve harvey got a radio show man oh man oh man something going on real good today you ought to feel blessed today the fact that god woke you up and gave you another opportunity you know every day you wake up is another chance it's a chance for all of us to get better to get it right to get on the right path to stop heading the wrong way. Every day you wake up, that's your opportunity. See, because he's going to keep waking you up because he has a plan for you. You know, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know when he makes his call and, 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 you know, who gets called home when. I can't explain it. I don't have that answer. I'm not him. I'm not God. I don't claim to be. I don't, I don't understand it all sometimes. But God has an amazing way. But as long as he's waking you up, I do know this. God ain't through with you yet. God has a plan for you. Your job is to identify, identify the plan. You know, that's that's clearly what I need for you to do. You know, um, oftentimes the thing that you're looking for, it's right there inside of you. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people I meet uh Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, can I speak to you for a minute? Yeah, man, what, what's up with you? Um, man, I was just wondering, man, I've been trying to, and I wanted to know, man, can you give me a good agent? Can you give me a good uh, lawyer? Can you give me a good... Now, look, if you got some legal problems, I understand you're going to need some help right there. But the majority of questions I get asked is about their future, about their place in this world, about their mission, about what they're trying to do, how they're trying to figure out, and then the how to go about doing it. 
But the answer I must remind all of you is always within yourself. It starts right there. See, a lot of people burn up a lot of time looking around, trying to find someone. If I could just meet them, if I could just get on her show, man, if all if I could just get to his show, I beat and made it. That's not that's not necessarily the case. Because, see, just like every time you put your put your uh, faith in a person or an event or occurrence or or some type of thing that you imagine yourself being in there, and that'll do it for you. Imagine of all the people who've made it without. You know, I look at everybody talking, man, if I could get on so and so show, that'll do it for me, man. Somebody else got on that show and they blew up, man. If I could just make it to that show. Do you know how many people have made it without that? So, see, when you start focusing in on what your idea of how to make it is and your idea of how to make it does not include your relationship with God, you're spinning your wheels. Man, it's a vicious cycle you're in now. And I'm asking everybody to get out of that cycle. Get out of looking for someone and something. The answer is within you. God resides in you. That burning thing that you have that you just can't get out your head, that's a seed. God planted that there. That's a seed. It needs watering, nurturing, fertilizing. That's what it needs. It it didn't it don't ever say, man, I need that other person right there. Now, there are people you will meet that will compliment you, and I can assure you that God will put you in the right place at the right time. I'm almost certain that God will introduce you to everybody you need to be introduced to to make it to wherever it is you all are trying to get to. I'm talking about you and God now. But the moment you take it into your own hands and you make the decision as to who you got to get to, you've just clouded and muddied the waters. See, God's plan for you don't really need your help. Uh Uh-oh. It needs your attention. It needs your focus. It needs your faith. And it needs your hard work. But he needs you to listen. He needs you to listen more than anything. Listen, keep the faith, and be willing to work your tail off. I don't know how you think it can happen any other way. But then again, I do because I tried to make it another way. So I had to come to the conclusion, hey, man, listen here, dog, this ain't working for you. You got to get some more God here, man. Listen to me. The answer was always within me. The, the moment I sat down with myself and told myself the truth that, hey, partner, you ain't really all that. Hey, partner, regardless as to what people are seeing and stuff, you ain't happy. Hey, partner, this really ain't about you. Hey, partner, you really ain't all that good at this. God is keeping you for a reason. Okay, hold up, Steve. Quit tripping. What I need to do. I just started talking to myself, and then I heard uh, Bishop Jakes say a couple of things. Then I was watching TV. I heard Joel Osteen say a couple of things. And I went, wow, man. Okay, cool. That's pretty slick. I'm going to try that. And when I did it, it changed my life. I am telling you, man, it has been God this whole time. And the God has been residing inside of me, just like the God resides on the inside of you. That's him talking to you, telling you, man, you ought to get it together. Man, making you feel bad. It's sending you on guilt trips. You knowing you wrong. You out there wrong and something telling you you ought not do it. Here's how you know it's God. And Bishop Ulmer taught me this in his book. He's got 
um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a really good book. But it says in there, man, Bishop Omer was talking in this book, and he was saying, the way you know it's not God's voice is if it, it ain't no sin in it. See, how many times have you made up in your mind, I'm going to show this person or I'm going to show that person or I'm going to get this person back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. You know, the Lord don't like ugly. I'll show you. Well, the Lord don't like ugly, but nowhere in that does it say for you to go show them. It doesn't say that. See, so when you strike out on that mission, you know, um, the God knows in my heart I loved you, but I got to do this because you did me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't got nothing to do with God right there. You can take him out of it. If it's God has no sin in it. So anytime somebody come to me talking about the Lord told me to do this to you, and that's the only reason I'm doing it, you need to get yourself right with God. I heard all them threats right there. That ain't God talking to me through you. What are you crazy? If it's God, it has no sin in it. So you got to be careful, man, when you're talking to people. We're going to go down here. We're going to do this because this is the right thing to do. If it has something wrong going on, then it can't be the right thing to do. Took me a minute to learn that one. But please get that through your head so you can quit spinning yourself around. And remember, everything you're looking for is within you. It's all right there. Quit wasting your time looking around all the time. Go to your God, man. Talk to him. Go to that spirit that's on the inside of you that's calling you. Stop letting people shake your tree. At the end of the day, somebody going to be right, somebody going to be wrong. All right, y'all. We're going to have a good one today. I'm tripping a little bit, going through something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. It is upon us. It is the beginning of a new day. We give thanks and honor to Almighty God for letting us see another one. Man, you got to feel that way about it. I'm telling you right now, please don't take it for granted. It is not a given that we wake up every day. So we appreciate it. And now, since he has given us this gift, let me return the favor by letting the gift that he gave me shine through brightly today. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a man who is dedicated to just high level, unobliterated, instantaneous ignorance. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you myself. <laughs> hey. Start it off. Appreciate you. Give me some love. You love that and now the others. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, crew? Hey, Steve. Another level of ignorance. Kill Spates, better known as Junior. I can't do it without him, not nowadays. And now a man who has mastered stupidity (laughs) at a level unreached by anyone I know. Bring me out, baby. Since for or hence furthermore. Come on, here. I present to you a man and introduce to others. In his own words, stupidity. Yes. Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. I'm going to be stupid today. Woo! Today? Watch me. So what was, so what was yesterday? A day off? Mm-mm. Hey, Shut up, Junior. Shut up, 
Junior. Junior, he ain't never had a deal. He thought it was off and he was wrong. He was still on. He didn't know he was stupid and it leaked out. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a random announcement about Yeah, but it's, it's stating the obvious. We I'm going to be stupid today. <laughs> we know. We know. Hey, hey, hey. I just had to get the word out, okay? I just had to get the word okay. out. Okay, okay. Feeling good today, Steve, sounds like. Yeah, you know what? I uh, feel pretty good, blessed, highly favored. I'm in shape, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you work out. Good health, boy. Yeah, you're in good health. I'm, I'm, I have to thank God for that. I really am pretty healthy, man. Uh-huh. You know, I got a couple of little issues, but you know, ain't nothing major going on. You know, mm-hmm. here's what I knew: I was okay. I was complaining about the supplements that I had to take. Mm-hmm. My son Winton was in the gym with me. He said, "Dad, at least they supplements. They ain't in a green bottle with prescription writing on it." Okay. And Come I on, went, wow. With the logic. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? Good I went news. right on that back in there to taking them damn uh, supplements <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. nothing. Yeah. And got quiet and shut up. <laughs> How many, All though, good. do you take, you think? Man. Morning and night, I probably take about oh. 28. Twenty-eight pills. Yeah, fourteen and well, fourteen. About fourteen and fourteen. Yeah. How much stuff 30. on your nightstand, dog? How much stuff? No, I ain't nothing on my nightstand, dog. I don't have it like that. I said Marjorie. supplements. Marjorie not gonna have nothing on her uh-huh, nightstand. You ain't finna look at you. Her bedroom ain't finna look like no hospital. <laughs> All right, coming up in thirty-two minutes after, we have some time for to ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. This one Mm. is from Teresa in Arkansas. Teresa writes, I'm a 42-year-old married woman, and I had a son when I was in high school, and my parents raised him. I left home at age 18 for college, and I married my college sweetheart. My husband and I have two sons. My oldest son chose to stay with my parents, and he resents me for getting married years ago. It bothers him that my younger sons have a family uh, family unit, and he did not. And uh, he's been mean and rude to me for years, and my husband is not having it anymore. How can I get my grown son to stop this? Mm. Well, he's bitter. He's dealing with uh, some issues. Uh, Kids don't like to think that some other kids are the beneficiary of a family that they didn't have as they were growing up. And they hold on to that. I've seen it firsthand. So, but what he has to do is, he has to understand that that wasn't available to him when he was growing up. There was no uh, husband-wife situation. And her parents stepped in so she could go ahead to college and get her education. Well, she met her college sweetheart, and they got married, and they have two children. You chose to stay with your parents because that was his idea of what he thought was his idea of a family situation, husband, wife, raising him. Now, the resentment part of it, he's going to have to get past that because God got him through it, but now he's allowing the devil to use the biggest trick that he has, and the devil's trick is to rob you of your destiny and to make you not see what you've gotten past and make you live in your past so you don't ever get to the abundance of your future. The reason I can speak about this so eloquently is because I have lived this one before. So you can't fool and trick me with this one, pardon me. So, and in the words of Slick Harvey, 
you can get over it or die mad. You decide. Oh my, God. my damn daddy, man, he didn't play with it. Son, you can get over it or you can die mad. Now, what you want to do? Yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's some strong now, options right there, though. Hey, Tommy, <laughs> yeah. no, my father made it real clear yeah. with us. Get over it or die mad. Which one you want to do? We didn't have no money for therapy, and you ain't going down now. Take now here go your therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here go your therapy right here. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving and on. And I bet Juanita. you better not be looking over here, man. <laughs> that was my daddy's other therapy. statement. L- look, look over here, mad, one more time. Gla- gla- glance again. Glance yeah. again. Get those yeah. lips in. All right, here we go. Juanita in Nashville says, I'm a 57-year-old divorced woman. I let my 51-year-old cousin move in with me. We have a mutual friend that I had a one-night stand with after my divorce. My cousin was the only person I confided in about it. She told me that it's best if we forget it happened so it doesn't mess up the friendship. Well, I just found out. Uh, she's sleeping with him now and sneaking him in my wow. house. <laughs> no wonder wow. she wanted to forget yeah. about it. Uh, she said, it's just sex, and he's very good in bed. Heck, I know that. Was she plotting to get my sloppy seconds all along? Is well, what Juanita wants let, to know. I don't know, but let me just say this. You're 57. She 51. There's 108 years of life experience over here. Y'all don't think both y'all too old for this. Don't this nobody is like see high that. school. High school. What, yeah. It what, is. If you don't want him, she, what she, difference she do it make to you? Him, but she see, you confide in people. Here's what I learned. What? Everybody in your circle ain't in your corner. Yeah. Do well, your dirt by that. yourself. Oh, wow. And you don't know that, though. But everybody in your circle ain't in your corner. Quit thinking you can share everything with everybody because somebody going to take it the other way. Yeah, and this is family, which makes it even worse. This is family. This is not some random friend or just some random person. This is your cousin. Oh, well. It's just sad. But both y'all... Well, both y'all getting played, tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. All right. Hammond in first in uh, Fort Hood, Who? Texas says, Hammond Who? is his name. Hammond. Hammond in Fort Hood, Texas says, I'm a Fred 22-year-old Hammond. man. Hammond is his name. I'm a 22-year-old man that decided to change my life by joining the military. I was in the streets making fast money, so I knew that I had to do better. My girlfriend was not happy with my decision to leave, so I gave her a promise ring to show her I am committed to her for life. We've been dating since we were 17 years old, and she's being distant since I left town. My mom said she was only with me for my lifestyle. I love this girl so much, and she stopped talking to me. What should I do? Hey, dog, go get you somebody else. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Your mama done told you she was with you for your lifestyle. You was in them streets making that fast money. Now, you done went on here and got the military making you some good, legal, clean, hard-working, honest man living. Now, that ain't what she want. Get you somebody else. Fall out of love with her because you done fell in love with somebody else. All the right. best way to get over one of them is with another one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
All right, yeah. Carrie in the DMV says, I'm a 36-year-old married man, and I've got a problem with my wife's wardrobe. In the last year, she's ordered a bunch of outfits and shoes, and when we go out, she doesn't wear anything nice. She's always got on the same black leg leggings and a baby tee with black heels. She's beautiful and fly, and I'd love to show her off, but she won't wear any of her new clothes. Will I be out of line if I pick out a few outfits that I'd like to see her in? Well, you have to say it to her, you know. She done bought all these new clothes and she ain't wearing them. You know, maybe you don't compliment <laughs> her and make her him? feel pretty. Well, maybe he don't compliment and make her feel pretty. Maybe she wearing them at work. Somebody see in the clothes. Someone else. Uh -huh. Wow. They ain't just in the closet. Ooh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh -oh. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I know you did. Thank you, CLO. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, Bill Cosby back in the news again. Check this out, guys. He wants payback for his jail time. Is he correct? What? Is he okay. What? For real? Well, if he was what? wrongfully accused, that's what he's saying. That's what, what? he's saying. <laughs> All right. Ooh, no, 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 uh, uh, no. We're not gonna run past it. In the words of my grandma, <laughs> go in your house and shut your door. That's it. Shut <laughs> your <it> door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have some other entertainment news for you. This one's for you, Junior. We'll tell you about your homegirl from Houston, Meg the Stallion, and her heart go girl, Summer, okay? We'll talk oh, about all do. of these stories, oh yeah, at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here, as you've heard, with today's Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? You ain't no Sigma. You ain't no Sigma. That's the title right there. You ain't no Sigma. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Greg, please. Yeah, this he. Uh, how you doing? My name is Bernard, Phi Beta Sigma. I'm over Pledge Relations. Uh-huh. Uh, giving you a call today, man. Um, you attended Prairie View A&M University, am I correct? Yeah, you, you. am I right? You attended Prairie yeah, View Yeah, that's right. Prairie View A&M. Okay. And from my understanding, you... Pledge Phi Beta Sigma in fall of 91. That's correct. All right. That's the Delta Theta chapter, correct? Yes. All right. Here's where we're, we're having some problems here going through the records. Going through the records? Actually, looking at the records that we have here at headquarters, you're not actually an official member of Phi Beta Sigma. I, I don't know what has taken place. but it's Wait, wait, wait a minute. What? What do you mean I'm not a member? Looking at our records here at national headquarters, it's indicating that you're not an official member of Phi Beta Sigma. I don't know what could have gone wrong uh, with this. No, paper. no, that ain't right, man. That ain't right because, see, Delta Theta is recognized nationally, so why wouldn't I be nationally recognized? I'm not certain, sir. Maybe it's something that took place on that, that actual line of Fall 91. We're actually going to have to do some research on everything that's going on with your line as well as the chapter. But how is that possible if they gave, if they gave me a certificate and and the plaque and I got my my pen and I mean I'm a sigma what do you mean? Okay, sir, I don't know I, what I'm looking at here and I and and, and please understand I, I want to try to clear this matter up. Like yeah, said, yeah, I'm, we need to clear I'm, this matter. Up. Who who else is there somebody there like a, 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 a overseer or a, maybe a, a the head president of your branch or something that I could talk to or something? Well, I'm actually I am actually over pledge relations. Uh huh. And I wanted to give you a call personally. 
so we can try to rectify the matter. And, and it's going to take us some time to iron this thing out. But what I need you to do as of this point, yeah. and you know what? The problem is that I'm noticing is that all of the people that were on your line, they are official. For some reason, Mr. Greg is an official. So yeah, I, wanna... I, don't, I don't understand that because I was the line president. So how how is everybody else able to be a Sigma and not me when I did all the paperwork that it takes to to, to, to for the process to be right? I don't understand that. Sir, uh, you know what, brother? Uh, I can't call you brother for the fact that you right now yeah, you're you can, not you can a brother. You call me brother because I'm a Sigma. So here's what we're going to have to do, Greg. We're going to have to get you to, first of all, if you're dealing with anybody alumni-wise, we're asking that you don't go to any meetings right now. We're also asking that um, you don't wear any uh, Phi Beta Sigma paraphernalia. At this point, we want to make sure and get clarity that you are definitely a brother. Wait a minute, man. I am definitely a brother. Do you know what I had to go through to get where I am today to be a Sigma? All the Y'all took y'all dudes. What happened to that? If, if you're taking my dues, you should be able to tell me, yo, man, um, we got this going on, certain things are going on with your line, we need to, we need to check you. You took all my money. That's the thing. I, I'm seeing checks that have gone through for other people yeah. that were on that line. I don't see any of your and, name. And, and to this day, I'm like a lifetime member, so what the hell are you talking about? I have no records indicating that you're a lifetime member. That's what I'm saying, sir. We, no, we've got no, to get some there, though. Somebody need to tell me something today. We're going to try to get to the end of this by the end of the week. It's going to take no, a little no, bit no, of time. No, 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 you're not understanding what I'm saying, man, because I'm a Sigma to the heart, dude. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all playing with my heart right now, man. Ain't nobody going to do that and get away with it. I don't know what's going on. You know, here's what we can do. We can bring you back in and do another pledging process. Pledge? Did you understand what you just said to me? No, man, this, that ain't happening, dog. I done been through this already, man. I'm not ple pledging? I'm not signing my name on nothing else because I have pledged. I'm not doing no more. Y'all need to get somebody on the phone that can answer my questions. I want to know what's going on. Okay, right now, and, and, and I understand, you know, the disbelief of what's going on. I really do. You I'm obviously don't. Are you, uh, you a brother? Brother, we're going to try to. We what, gonna try what year did you go across? Did you walk the sands? I mean, tell me what's going on. Brother, I'm, I'm fall 89, brother. And now what we're going to have to do right now is, first of all, no paraphernalia. No paraphernalia. You're trying to tell me that I can't wear what's nearest and dearest to my heart next to my wife and my child. You're telling me that I can't go around and proclaim what I am? That's like telling me I can't be black. What the hell are you saying? And another thing we're going to have to get you to do, I understand you have a brand, a Sigma brand. That's yeah. going to have to come off until we until we get this taken care of. What? Got, Wait a minute, you talk about a Medical procedure, what is you saying? Sir, we cannot allow you to wear a brand representing Phi Beta Sigma when right now you are not oh, a member of Phi Beta. You can't allow that, that brand to me was allowed to put the brand on me. Now, I, I can't be allowed to wear something that I've been wearing for almost 15 years. Are you crazy? Come on, man. That's some crazy Sir, right there, we got to get you, you to take the brand on me until all of this wear a brand? What the hell are y'all? Man, this is some Look here, uh, brother Bernard. What Bernard? Is that what your name is? You need to get somebody on this. Phone. Wait a minute. That's all right. I know the president. My self. How about that? Excuse I me? will just call in and I'll figure out my self. So right now we need you to take the brand off or nah, keep it coming. Nah, off. you come take the brand off of me. If you want it that bad, come get it. That's what you do. You are not a member of Phi Beta Sigma. I you don't give a. You talking about dog? I am a member. If you want something over here, holler at your boy. That's what you do. You bad? Come do it, sir. I'm telling you for the final time. Do not.
not wearing any paraphernalia. Keep the I don't want to hear that talking about no final. Let, let me tell you what's final. I am a Phi Beta Sigma to the heart. Boo! Boo! Sir, all I'm telling you is no more shirts and, and cover that brand up until we... Look here, man. I'm going to wear everything. I, I got a hat. I'm going to have that bitch on. Matter of fact, I'm going to wear that bitch just to get on your nerves. You Sir, you're going to have to keep it. brand covered up until we figure out if you are. If you want this brand not. covered up, you come get it. Until then, you better get the away from me. That's what I'm talking about. Don't you want that You cover that brand up and don't you wear no shirts no more. Let me tell you something. I ain't covering Come get it if you want it. I got you one more thing. I got to the heart, baby. This is blue fire. You don't want none. You don't want none. Y'all, this is some man. I don't this know what to do. One more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Well, say to what me? you got to say. You ain't getting this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Hello? <laughs> boy, y'all had me ready to kill by my, man. Y'all. Let me one more thing, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land, Greg? What is it? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, keep on. All right, coming up what? at the top what? of the what? hour, what? <laughs> we'll have some entertainment and national <laughs> news for you right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, now that Bill Cosby is a free man... Bill Cosby says he wants to make the state of Pennsylvania pay for incarcerating him. Hmm. According to his publicist, Andrew Wyatt, he thinks the lawyers had an ax to grind against black men. As we told you, Bill Cosby was released from prison last month after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his 2018 conviction for sexual assault, citing violations of his due process rights. If things go according to his plan, he's hoping for a couple of hundred grand in compensation. We are looking at what recourse, what legal recourse we can take against the state of Pennsylvania, says Wyatt. We are looking at all legal angles for those things right now. Meanwhile, Bill, as we told you yesterday, wants to get back to work, get back on the comedy stage. Steve, your right, thoughts? Go ahead, Steve, answer this. <laughs> First of all, the 200000 that you might get from Pennsylvania is going to cost you that in legal fees. That's just my opinion. Because the state of Pennsylvania is going to file motion after motion after motion after motion, which is going to keep costing you legal fees. I'm pretty sure this has to be bigger than $200,000 from a man with as much money as Bill Cosby. Because to win $200,000 ain't worth it, unless he's just trying to make a point. If you're trying to make a point, go ahead because some type of injustice was done to him as pointed out by the court system. Got that. Second thing, you do not need to go on tour. Now why do you say that? You're a professional. Why do you say that, Steve? Listen to me. You will not believe the protest outside the venues where you are performing. Just let it go, man. It's okay. You're in your 80s. You're home. You're free now. I mean, look, man, you can write a book. There's a lot of ways to get around this here, man. Do a, do a tape. Go on Instagram. But please have an remember, Instagram account. Please remember now. OJ. He has Twitter. OJ wrote a book. Please remember OJ. Yeah. 
What what do you mean by that? OJ If I did it, this is how I would have done it. Go ahead, Carla, well, say it. OJ OJ did it. Say it, Carla. Say it. Double okay, homicide is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, look, I support Bill Cosby being out. I've always been a huge fan of his for his work. Now, if something was done illegal to this man and got him incarcerated illegal, then our justice system worked. If they've done something to this man illegally, they should pay a price for that. I got that. Nobody should be incarcerated, you know, without due process, just due process. So with that, I'm okay, because this is our legal system. I don't even know what happened. So I'm just talking about that aspect. I'm not arguing guilt or innocence. I'm arguing the fact that if he has rights as a citizen and they were violated by the court system, he should go home, as he is. And if he, if they hadn't have done something, he would not be home. I got all of that. And, 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 and you have every right to feel how you want to feel. That's not what I'm commenting on. I'm commenting on the fact that the judicial system saw an injustice that was done. And this is the American way. See. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, we get that. Go in your house and shut that door. And don't come out. I'm just saying. You said this yesterday. And I'm going to say it again, Carl. Shut that door and enjoy home. All right. Look. I got it, Shirley. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. There have now been 94 bodies pulled from the rubble of that 12-story beachfront condo building in Florida. 22 people still missing and unaccounted for. 83 people of those found have been identified. Uh, but the search continues for all the rest of the victims. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett, though, says some big questions remain. We have no idea why that building fell down. That building should have never fallen down. And ultimately, we will get to the bottom of that particular building when we get the debris off the site and are able to get into the foundation, analyze the uh, the columns and the slabs, and try to make a determination there. Meanwhile, the Miami-Dade County commissioner who helped Surfside officials after the tragedy has now tested positive for COVID-19 along with his chief of staff. So there are now concerns about any of the other people uh, they came in contact with at or near the site. And if there's any any infection near the disaster site itself imperiling uh, those people who are trying to recover bodies. Democrats in the Texas legislature have all gone to Washington, D.C. with preparations to stay out of the Longhorn State for maybe as long as a month, all part of a revolt over the Republicans attempt to pass new voting restrictions, restrictions which they say are aimed at keeping minorities away from the polls. For instance, the GOP wants to get rid of drive-in voting in Texas, 24-hour voting. But without the Democrats, the legislature falls short, you see, of the quorum needed to pass new bills. And Houston Democrat Garnet Coleman says the new GOP voting restrictions are a complete, obvious case of political sour grapes. This bill, this egregious uh, change in, in voting procedures, is targeted at communities of color and targeted basically at the success of the voting process during the 2020 election. The Republican governor, Greg Abbott, is uh, saying that the Democrats have abandoned their responsibilities as legislators and their decision to break quorum inflicts harm on Texas. He wants to arrest them. He also wants to maybe just lock them into legislature if he gets them and make them uh, stay there until the voting procedure goes on. President Biden's been briefed by the delegation sent to Haiti over the weekend following the assassination of President Jovenel Moise. Uh, Mr. Biden says the U.S. stands ready to provide assistance 
resistance to Haiti because he says that that country's people deserve peace and security and that their political leaders need to come together. And with gangs assuming control during the current power vacuum, the president's also urging that elections scheduled in Haiti for September take place as planned. Today, meanwhile, is National Best Munchies Day. So whatever your best munchies is, munchie on. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so this was the weirdest thing. I- I'm still shaking my head on this one. A black woman has gone viral uh, gone viral after she arrived at her 50th birthday party. Get this, guys, in a casket. In a casket, what? okay? Yeah. For what? Listen to the theme of the party. It was life after death. The woman was wheeled uh. into a venue in a glass-topped casket while a poem titled Life After Death was recited as she made her entrance. Then she emerged from the casket. Then she walked into the party and, and was just singing and everything. I, I'm still confused. I'm still shaking my head. I saw, I saw that. it. What? You saw uh, it too, Steve. What, what happened, Steve? What's the purpose of the casket? It, it, it didn't make no sense. Any. If you're trying to make the point that turning 50 was like dying for you, and there's life after death. There's other ways of doing it, but I don't. I don't understand the care. It was ridiculous to me. And then, and then they had to help her ass get up off the damn gurney. Now mm-hmm, they did. I don't know what she was doing under that glass casket, but you look shit. close to me. I don't. I don't. I've never seen anybody pretend like they was deaf and then write a poem and go through all yeah. that. But the people around that taking her serious, all right now. Right. So ain't nobody <laughs> buying into She's this weird. ignorant ass mess. Uh-uh. Some stuff to me you just don't play with. I don't play yeah. with them. Who like thought that. this was, who, which one of your friends thought this was a good girl, idea? Girl, that's good. Yeah, girl. That's it right there. Anyone. Go I ahead. Uh-uh. She well, didn't run that by anyone. Nah, you play too much with that. Uh-huh. For real. Mm-hmm. But speaking and of I viral like videos. Say, well, I would like to also say, I'd also like to say, I had not a damn thing to do with the poem. Oh. <laughs> Let's clear that up right now, Let's clear that up. I just want right to make, sure, up. Yes. Want to make sure y'all know that is not my work. <laughs> that was crazy. What were you going to say, Carlos? Speaking this of viral stupid. videos, what? Did y'all see Karen, a Karen in the Victoria's Secret yes, uh, store throwing yes. a tantrum? And she kind of attacked the woman. I guess the woman was a sister. Yeah. Recording her on TikTok. And sh- this they woman. They arguing about draws? What is they arguing about? I don't know what they were arguing about. But this woman <laughs> had a tantrum for Stupid. a long time in Victoria's yeah. Secret. Over some panties? <laughs> What is they arguing nah, about? I don't know what it was over. I don't know what's it's wrong just, with people. Yeah, That's crazy. But she hit the black woman and then just backed up, started crying because she knew she was recording her. She did. She just yeah. screaming, don't, don't she take hit her. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She, she tried to come yeah. after her. She tried to be so, the victim. Karen tried to turn it around. turned right into a victim. What did the sister do? When she kept recording her. And kept calling her Karen. 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 <laughs> All right. Coming up in 34 minutes after, we'll see what's on Barack Obama's playlist for the summer right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, former President Barack Obama shared his 2021 summer playlist and what has become somewhat of an annual tradition with him in recent years. Uh, Mr. Obama tweeted, with so many folks getting together with family and friends, there's a lot to celebrate this summer. Uh, here's a playlist of songs I've been listening to lady. lately. It's a mix of old and new, household names and emerging artists, and a whole lot in between. Obama's summertime soundtrack includes Jay-Z's Allure, J. Cole's Neighbors, Bruno Mars, and Anderson Pax leave the door open. Uh, there are also songs from Rihanna, Jasmine Sullivan, Stevie Wonder, Erica Badu, The Rolling Stones, SZA, Smokey and the Miracles, Her, and the Migos song Straightening. Uh, so, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Straightening. Yeah. I gotta yeah, ask a wide you. Variety. Yeah, he does. He likes it all. I like. I like that. A, a good mixture. So, Steve, you have a summer playlist ready for us. What you got? Uh, yeah, it's always the same. You know, so. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. The greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, my love ballads. Uh-huh. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, Maze anthology. Uh-huh. You know, all no, Commodore's greatest stuff. hits. Yeah. Luther's uh, essentials. <laughs> You know, I like uh, Lead the Door Open, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. That's Bruno. Like the, the okay. Um, <laughs> I got on there uh, Tyrese's Shane. Oh, you yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that cut right there was so nasty. Yeah. Uh, he's on there. Uh, I got Amigos Avalanche on there. You, know, mm, you like there. that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Of course, I keep a little Jay-Z on there. Uh, I got some Eminem on there, Yellow Brick Road. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my cut uh, by him. Uh, I was naming, uh, somebody asked me at uh, Family Feud yesterday, if I had to make a Mount Rushmore of hip-hop artists, who would it be? And I came up with my top four. Now, listen to me. I will be the first one to tell you that I am not qualified to discuss hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you that flat out. So my top four rappers of all time probably ain't going to make a real hip-hop heads list. Mm-hmm. Look at my face. But my, <laughs> well, my, here's my four on Mount Rushmore if I had to make it. Uh-huh. Tupac. Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, of course. Jay-Z. Uh-huh. Okay. Snoop. Oh, yeah. Okay. And L. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Those are legends. Uh-huh. All legends. Oh, but you left out. Uh-huh. Cube, though. Oh. And Nas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not mad at that. No Kanye. You can only put four on there. Steve, you no Kanye. You can only put four. No Kanye. Uh-uh. No, I, I can't name six records he made. Yeah. And I love Kanye. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I wasn't a biggie guy, so. My Rushmore just four people, Tommy. Yeah. You know, I got, I got, I got if you gave me five, Q would be on there. You like uh-huh. Q? Okay. Yeah. What, what about you, Junior? I'm interested. Jodeci, 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 Jodeci. It's hip hop. You want rappers? Well, rappers. I know, but okay. but it doesn't matter because Junior go ahead, just likes Junior. Jodeci. I go ahead. Okay, Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, and um, I'm gonna say uh, uh, Jodeci. They can be up there though. See, you can't just I not have them up you. there. They got to be up there. I mean, they don't rap, but they do rap sometimes when they sing it. <laughs> every moment, every moment, every moment. That rapping, I take it. The, the ad libs is the rapping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See there. Your top four, Carla. Top oh, my, four, Mount my Rushmore. My top four rappers, uh, Mount Rushmore, Lil Kim. Oh, 
I got to get a yeah. female to up the in ladies. there. Yes. Biggie, mm. Pac, Jay-Z. I only got four, right? That's it. That's it. That's, it. that's yeah, my four. That's it. That's it. That's good. I like that. Want to bumble with the B? Huh? Tommy. Uh, come on, Tommy. <laughs> the hex on the whole family. Oh, I went too far. <laughs> Eric B Quickly. and Rakim. <gasps> okay. Rakim. Rakim. Eric B and Rakim. Uh, uh, Is that one person? Day. No, yeah, Eric B, B and Rakim, two people. Well, that's it. You threw the in Ice Cube. Because <laughs> oh, it's two. God. It's four, dog. That's, it's, you that's a group. Eric B, Rakim, Ice Cube. That's Who fun. the hell is a group? Well, you can say Rakim, and then Eric Rakim. B was a DJ. So, so give him one more. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I lost my girl over a glass of champagne. We'll get into that in a little bit, okay. but right now, yeah, over a drink. <laughs> but right I now. Lost, I didn't lost some people before, but I ain't lost them like that. Now. <laughs> you go get the drink and come back, you didn't know what she was? What, what yeah, was I mean, what? how you do that? <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Right now, it's time for you, nephew, and today's prank phone call. What you got for us? Your trash stinks. <laughs> well, it's trash. <laughs> well, but 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 it's but it but yours way too funky though. Your trash uh-huh. thing. It's a level to it. It's, it's trash. Levels. Okay, it's you gotta trash. you gotta. Okay, when you funky five, funky five is way too high. Okay, you 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 at a funky five. It's trash. <laughs> hey, let's go, cat. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to reach Swerve. Yeah, this is me. Who it is? Hey, how, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm one. I'm one of your neighbors, but I'm 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 one street over from you. You over there off? Uh, you at <laughs> River Ranch Drive? Yeah, that's right. Who it is? This Rico, man. How you doing? I'm I'm one of your neighbors on the next street over. How you doing? Okay, I'm doing good, brother. How you how you get my number? Uh, one of the neighbors on your block gave me the number, man. We was we was uh having a little situation. Wanted to reach out to you. Uh, some stuff going on here in the neighborhood, man, and wanted to try to make you aware of it. Well, what what's going on, brother? Uh, it seemed like um, well, you know, the trash man run on on Tuesday, okay, and, and Saturday, right? Now the problem is that 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 uh, a lot of people, I guess, since the holiday just passed, you know, a lot of people got their stuff out on the uh, on the curb already, right? Right now. The, the the problem is that that, that they saying, man, is that yo yo trash. Is actually really, really foul. It's smelling, it's smelling pretty bad, and we wanted to call you, man, and see if you didn't mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say you calling me because you smell my trash? Well, yeah, they say yours is the one that's really stinking, man. And if you could actually maybe put it in, put it back in the in the in the garage until Tuesday, you know. I'm not uh, putting no trash in no garage. That's why I put it outside. I didn't have enough room in the garage. Okay, well, well, see that. Who, and who is everybody saying my trash stinks? Hey, 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 listen, I'm, I'm sorry, hey, I'm not trying hey, to, you know. this is what I want to tell you. If everybody in the hood got a problem with my trash, you tell them to come take the out. Okay, well, 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 well we, we, we've discussed that, too. But listen, listen, we don't want no trouble, man. If we can just get you to put your trash back in. I'm not room. moving no trash. I pay rent over here, my brother. Hey, 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 we're not going to go back and uh, I'm not going to go well, back I don't and give a what you're going to do. I'm telling you where I pay rent at. Don't tell me to do 
Over here. Okay, well, listen, man, uh, aren't you concerned that your trash is stinking and reeking through the whole neighborhood? I don't give a damn if who smell my trash. If they got a problem with it, tell them to come take it out. Seal it in and stay it out there. Okay, well, that's the problem. The problem is, is that you took it out and you took it out too early. You, you shouldn't have put right. this out till Tuesday morning. And that's Tuesday, what we're going to start Tuesday, Saturday, Monday, Friday. If I put it out there and say it out there today, come get it. I'm not going to go back and forth with you, man. I okay. don't give a damn what you gonna do. You ain't finna call me telling me to take my trash out. I pay rent over here. Okay, well, hey. How uh, is everybody smelling my trash out of everybody on the street? I, I don't know. I, I, from my understanding, there's, there's a couple holes in it and some, some food or something must have got out. I don't know if, a, if one of the rodents or a dog got in it or what the case may be. But, you know, we need to try to get your trash in the backyard well, or something, I, man. My trash ain't going no damn well. And how come you the one? What you the focusing on this how come my next door neighbor ain't calling? How come your around the corner and you call? Who put you up to this? Well, well, everybody's smelling it. I was just fortunate enough to get your phone number. I said, well, look, I just gone and call it myself. Well, I tell you this. You and the that gave you my phone number. Tell them to come take it out. Till then, it ain't going nowhere, Claire. Okay, well, well, well listen, let's swerve. This what we decide on in case we got to this situation with you. And I what, just, what's that? I just come over there and put the trash in your backyard until you, Tuesday morning. And Tuesday morning, I'll come back over there and take it out. Oh. That way, all the smell will be in your backyard. And Hold it won't on. Be out on the you said you go what? I'm going to come over there and put the trash in your backyard so the so the smell, that funky, I mean, that's, that, that, I'm let sorry. Me tell you, let me tell you this, man. If you come over here, you might well call the police because that's who you going to need if you come over here. Bring all the that had a problem saying my trash thing to come over here and take it out. Well, hey, man, you, you, I mean, you, you try, you trying, you trying to act like it don't smell, man. Your well, I don't give a if it smell. I tell you what I do. I go out and poke Clorox on it. Would that, would that, would that help you out a little bit? Oh, 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 okay, but see, that's not what the people in the neighborhood want. We want you to. I take don't them. give a damn what they want. I'm telling you what I'm gonna do. And how the did you get my phone number in the damn? Hey, I already told you, man. I got your number for one of the neighbors on your street that said they who? didn't want to get tell in the middle. Tell me who to the left or to the right. Tell me which one. Of Okay, right, listen, 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 Swear. Once you get to the meat of the problem, the problem is your trash stink, dog. How is my trash? How the hell y'all pinpoint my trash out of everybody else's trash on the block? And how in the hell you smell mine? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if your trash busted open or what the deal is, but everybody's saying, everybody's saying it's Swerve trash that, that stink. Listen, that's too much trash for me to be going through trying to see what stink. It's that Bad trash out there, and it's gonna stay out there until they come get it. And you ain't coming over there. Okay, now that's see, that's where you wrong, Swerve. No, I am coming over there. I'm coming over there, and I'm gonna take that trash and put it in the backyard till two. Now, if you're gonna try to get in my way, whatever. But I got to go on and get this trash in the back. I tell you what, bring your over here right now. I'm gonna put on my suit. I'm standing on the porch right now. Bring out of the car. Come on, Rico, whatever your name is. Rico. I'm Rico one street over, and I'm smelling your nasty trash, man. I'm going to say this. Word. Man, stop calling my name. Excuse me? Stop calling my name. Who in the hell told you to call me Swerve? All my call me by that name. Okay, well, hey, hey, that's what they call you. What's wrong with me calling uh, you, call you You swear? don't call me that name. Now, you say my trash thing. Come over here and take the trash out. Hey, man, I ain't, I ain't nobody sitting there scared of you, Swerve. I'm trying to get, I'm trying I, to get the name. Didn't I just tell you stop calling my name? Ain't no 
Virginia Beach this coming weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, uh, uh, of course, I was sold out. Oh, my God, was of I course. sold out. And of, we, course. of course, we opened up, and we have more chairs now. So if you're in Virginia Beach, Norfolk, wherever you are, anybody, anybody in the surrounding way, the nephew, they have opened up some more seats to my shows for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets are on sale right now. So get your tickets while they're getting this good. I ain't had no shows. I ain't doing all that. Right now, there's five shows, okay? Two Friday, two Saturday, one on Sunday. I've added so you guys can buy some more seats and uh, come watch the food, all right? And, and I'm, let me go and just drop a little tease right here, though. Pretty soon, you're going to be listening to my pranks and eating my grits at the same time. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave it just like that. That's all. I'm going to leave it just like that. I ain't going to say nothing else. That's it. Okay. okay. Okay, then. All right. What? Okay. All, All right. right. More to come. Uncle, right. Uncle, 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 Uncle Ben is gone, but nephew Tommy is on the way. Hello. <laughs> Let's get gritty with it. Okay. Uh, get gritty next, with it. <laughs> the uh, strawberry letter. Subject, I lost my girl over a glass of champagne. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. You hear that? Right here, right now. Who knows? It could be yours. Mm -hmm. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, I lost my girl over a glass of champagne. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met the love of my life four years ago right after I got out of a terrible marriage. My woman is educated, very established, and drop-dead gorgeous. She grew up in the suburbs, and I grew up on the other side of the tracks. I've assimilated well, and I have a great career, but my hood side still comes out when I least expect it. She loved my corporate and hood sides. For the first time, I was comfortable being myself around a woman. She is the polar opposite of my ex-wife. She doesn't argue and she's a great listener. She's cool with me having a female best friend and other female friends because she's not insecure at all. I will admit that I'm insecure and I don't want her to have male friends, so I'm glad she doesn't. 
I let my hood ways and insecurity break up my relationship a month ago. My lady invited me to an open house for her son's private school, and we were eager to make a great first impression. When we walked in, she pointed out the only other black man in the room and told me he's a divorced single dad. I saw how he looked at her, but I let it slide. A few minutes later, he grabbed two glasses of champagne and headed towards us, and I kept my eyes on him. He came up and spoke to her and gave her a glass of champagne without acknowledging me. I told him that my lady doesn't like champagne, and if she was thirsty, I'd get her a drink. I was rather loud, so a few people turned around. My lady told me that I disappointed her and I should be able to control my hood side in any situation. I've worked too hard to be a better man for her for it to end like this. She said we're not equally yoked and it's over. Apologizing won't fix this. How can I get my lady back? Hmm. Okay, uh... This is a tough one because I I think this woman honestly did you a favor breaking it off with you. I mean, all you did was check the guy who was so very disrespectful to you, your relationship, your girl, everything. I, I don't know too many men who would have held it together as well as you did under these circumstances. Some guys would have just right then and there punched his lights out for what he did. And and nothing happened anyway. A few people turned around, you said. That's it. I mean, her son is still in the school, I'm assuming. They didn't press charges or whatever. I mean, they didn't do anything. You know, the sad part um, is is that she, she got you thinking that that's hood. No, that, that's a man. I mean, I think he handled it like a man would handle that situation. The only thing that was bad about it was that it was at her son's school. I mean, I get that. So you could have tried to control yourself out of respect for the location and everything. You didn't. He set you off by what he did. And what happened, happened. Was it something to break up over? Well, apparently that's what she thinks. I mean, I thought you said she loved, you know, your corporate and your hood side. Um, I I guess not. I guess that was not accurate. But I don't think she was all the way in anyway. I just don't. I I don't see her being all the way in in this relationship. It sounds like you're way more into her in the letter. You made a lot of changes for her, and you really still couldn't be yourself. Uh, I think her behavior was not cool at all. She should have told the guy no to the drink, and because she didn't, it makes me think, "Mm, is there something going on between the two of them? She pointed him out to you and all of that. I, I, I just think you gave her an out when you put him in his place. So instead of worrying about how to get her back, I really think you should consider all the sacrifices and changes that you made for her over the years, only to realize that it still wasn't good enough. Steve? Um, I lost my girl over a glass of champagne. After hearing this letter, that seems a bit trite to me. Mm-hmm. That seems just a little bit mm, suspect, a little inadequate. How do you lose your girl over a glass of champagne? Well, I think it's more than that. I think it's been a buildup. I think one thing has led to another. And I'm going to show you something, little brother. I met the love of my life four years ago. He got a terrible marriage. My woman is educated, established, drop-dead gorgeous. She grew up in the suburbs. I grew up on the other side of the track. 
I've assimilated well. I got a great career, but my hood side comes out when I least expect it. Well, that means you ain't you ain't got it in check yet. But I understand because I am exactly that way. All right, she loved my corporate and hood sides. For the first time, I was comfortable being myself around the woman. She's the polar opposite of my ex-wife. She don't argue. She's a great listener. Now, here's the part where the letter get crazy. She's cool with me having a female best friend and other female friends because she's not insecure at all. Okay. I will admit that I'm insecure and I don't want her to have any male friends, so I'm glad she doesn't. Okay, now let me say something. This, all these girlfriends you got, that's going to come back to bite you. And I think it has. And I'll show you what I'm talking about. And then secondly, I'm not insecure. And I don't want her to have any male friends, so I'm glad she doesn't. So you think. So you think. And I think that's male friend is going to show up later on in this letter. You think so, Steve? I think the male friend mm-hmm. is going to show up in this letter. All right. Uh, well, when we come back, I, here I come. Yeah, all right. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I lost my girl over a glass of champagne. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I lost my girl over a glass of champagne. Dude claims he met the love of his life four years ago after a terrible marriage. He loves this woman. She's educated, very established, drop-dead gorgeous. She grew up in the suburbs. You grew up on the other side of the track. He says you've assimilated well, got a great career. My hood side still comes out when I least expect it. I said, of course, I understand that. Mine do, too. She loved my corporate and hood sides for the first time I was comfortable being myself around the woman. She's a polar opposite of my ex-wife. She doesn't argue, and she's a great listener. She's cool with me having a female best friend and other female friends because she's not insecure at all. Boy, ain't nobody cool with all that. Don't you believe that? Ain't nobody cool with all that. You got a female best friend and a lot of other female friends. Dog, ain't nobody cool with that. Ain't nobody cool with that. Don't even listen to that. I've been around a long time, dog. Ain't no woman cool with that. Unless she got something. So let's get into that. I will admit that I'm insecure and I don't want her to have any male friends, so I'm glad she doesn't. Uh, So you think. But I think this male friend gonna show up in a minute. I let my hood ways and insecurity break up my relationship a month ago. My lady invited me to an open house for her son's private school. We were eager to make a great, we were eager to make a great first impression. When we walked in, she pointed out the only other black man in the room and told me he's a divorced single dad. Now, let me ask you something, dog. Why is it that as soon as y'all walk in, she gotta make sure you're aware of him? Because she's aware of him. And because he's aware of her. Point blank. You, if she dropped dead gorgeous, he ain't noticed that. He a single dad. You don't think he'd have noticed that? And she walk in and point out to you, that's the only other black man at the school, and he's a single father. Well, she know an awful lot not to have no friends. I saw how he looked at her, but I let it slide. 
A few minutes later, he grabbed two glasses of champagne, headed towards us. I kept my eyes on him. He came up and spoke to her and gave her a glass of champagne without acknowledging me. Well, see, he gave her a glass of champagne. That ain't the first time he done talked to her without acknowledging you. He ain't just walk up to her with this champagne for no reason, partner. What, you crazy? You think they just met that night? No. They talk all the time. You just said she ain't got no male friends and you glad she don't. He just bought two glasses of champagne over there. Think he just picked out random out the bunch? Come on, soldier. I told him that my lady don't like champagne. And if she was thirsty, I'd get her a drink. Well, you didn't. And she took the drink. And he bought it over there because he didn't give a damn if she was thirsty or not. He was hollering at her like he normally do. I was rather loud, so a few people turned around. My lady told me that I disappointed her and I should be able to control my hood side in any situation. I've worked too hard to be a better man for her for it to end like that. She said we're not equally yoked and it's over. Apologizing won't fix this. Well, sir, let me explain something to you. You think you really think this over a glass of champagne? <laughs> That's what you think this is. A woman told you over a glass of champagne, we are not equally yoked. She's been preparing this speech for a minute now. And the reason afterwards she told you you're not equally yoked, because the dude has pointed that out to her. I promise you that. Oh, damn, that's who you with? Oh, that's how he act around here? I bring you a glass of champagne and that's his reaction? Wow, that's a bit much to me. I can assure you, little prim, uh, proper. Uh, yeah, go back. How, how does he speak? Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm certain that that wasn't, I, that's, that was a quite a bit, oh, that was offensive to me. I can't believe he reacted what? that way. <laughs> Where this boy's coming from? Boy? Where this boy's coming from? Who is that? That's the, that's the bougie-ass single dad that's at the uh, event with the only other black man in the family. And, and now she's presenting himself this way so she can set the difference between a corporate man and a hood man. And that's what didn't happen to you, dog. She didn't just decide that you all are unequally yoked. This she been building the case for a while. That's why she ain't said nothing about your girlfriends, cause she she got she got male friends too. I ain't saying she's seeing nobody, but I'm saying she got a male friend. You don't think that man didn't ask for her number? Are you crazy? Single, gorgeous woman, they up at the school. She didn't immediately told you this is the only other black. A uh, man at the school and he's a single dad. Boy, sir, she said we're not equally yoked and it's over. Apologizing won't fix this. How can I get my lady back? Well, dog, I think she's gone. But I want to show you something. I think she likes this guy and she was just looking for a reason and you gave it to her. He's probably her guy friend that you don't think she has, the one that you don't know about. And let me tell you something. If something this small breaks y'all up, a glass of champagne, what's going to happen when the big stuff happens? Because this wasn't nothing but a glass of champagne. And this broke y'all up? Dog, y'all must have been on thin ice and held together by some real thin-ass thread. I don't think you had nothing, dog. I think it's time for you to move on. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM I would go back up to the school and whisper just one more thing in his ear, though. (laughs) On Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) 
<laughs> check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on I demand. I bet I see your punk ass in the parking lot. <laughs> Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Junior is here with sports. What you got, Junior? All right, we know the Olympics is coming up, and this is something we didn't get to talk about because we were on vacation. But I do want y'all to know that um, Shakari Richardson has been turned down for the relay races as well, man. I, I, it was a mistake. She admitted to it. She owned up to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she owned up to it. But you know what, Junior? I, I, I ain't mad at the rules. Life has rules. rules. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. Everybody was making a fuss up. Well, you know, like Michael Phelps did it. Well, here's the thing. Michael Phelps was taking a picture, and he had a bong in his hand. But when they tested him, when they tested him, he was negative. That's why everybody's like, well, let her run, you know. And, you know, I just, I, I just hate So she needs to call I, Michael and find out what Michael had. What Michael after did. He, <laughs> <laughs> what, what did Mike take? What did Mike take after he got through getting, having fun? Like you, gotta, Mike, you, know, you need that after fun uh, 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 little sample. You need that. Yeah, She's but you know, it's I like, can't uh, say that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, but it's like, you know, like, it's just an opportunity, you know, and hopefully, we should, you know, we get the lesson from this opportunity that we missed. Right. And then, you know, we're going to move on because she's young. She's going to be in another one. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know what, man? I'm, for a I'm reason, still supporting her. Things happen for a reason. I'm still yeah. supporting her, though. I'm still supporting her. I still support her. And, and not I just am. her. There are other runners, you know. There yeah. are other uh, Olympians that we could be watching out for as well, you know, that are going to be in track and field that we love. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And they're going to be running. But I'm just saying for the one that's not running and we know she's lightning speed and we don't, we're not going to get to see her the way we want to see her. Why we want to see Olympics. her compete? I'm just letting her know. Keep your head up, baby girl. We know you're coming back, and we cheer yeah. for you. You you made a mistake, and and well, I'm not gonna beat her up because she made a now, mistake. You I can't a, beat her. I done made a million mistakes. So we you know, but you know what? Crazy Tommy, you be hearing people talking about her. Yeah, she did all this. Other, and you know, I said, hey, let me ask you something. What, you know, was you at the track meet? I ain't see you out there on the track. You know, <laughs> you, know you talking all this noise. You, you, you ain't never you done can't nothing run. wrong. Yeah, you can't run now. So what is you talking right. about? So let her make it with that, man. Exactly. Another thing, though, uh, you know, your man, man, Conor McGregor is still talking. He had the surgery on his legs. Everything went well, but this is what he had to say. This, this is what he said after he had his surgery. This is Conor McGregor. This is- Just out of the surgery realm, everything went to plan. Um, everything went perfect. I'm feeling tremendous. We got six weeks on a crutch now, and then we begin to build back. You know, Dustin, you can celebrate that illegitimate win all you want, but you've done nothing in there. That second round would have shown all. And, you know, onwards and upwards we go, team. We dust ourselves off, we build ourselves back, and we come back better than ever. Let's go, team. Wow, okay. that's like the president's well, campaign. At least he ain't saying nothing about yeah. somebody's yeah. wife better. this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he ain't saying nothing about the man's wife, but I don't know what he's talking about get to that second round because he didn't do well in the first. No, he did. <laughs> so he did. So hey, we'll see what happens, though. We'll find out. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, um, we'll find out what Drake did at Dodger Stadium. He rented the whole thing out for a date. We'll talk about it right what after What that this. costs? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Drake, the rapper, Drake, goes all out for his dates, ladies. Listen to this. All you have to do is ask one Joanna Leah. He recently rented out Dodgers Stadium. Did you hear me? I said he recently rented out Dodgers Stadium for an intimate dinner 
with this woman, his lady love, they're calling her. ABC7 in Los Angeles caught footage of the date in a random flyover. They spotted the two seated at a table along the third baseline in front of the dugout with an assortment of food surrounded by what appears to be multiple vases filled with flowers. As if that wasn't enough, there was also a waiter at a separate table just a few feet from them, and apparently the relationship has been going on for months. They met because of high school basketball. See, Joanna's son plays with LeBron James' son, mm-hmm. and uh, the Bronny James, we, we know him. The assumption is that Drake met her when he came to see Bronny play. Okay, so Steve, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. For all of the brothers out there listening that may not have Drake's money, because, again, Drake rented out Dodger Stadium, put a big old table in front of the dugout with a waiter seated nearby. So, you know, if they don't have Drake money like that, give them some suggestions and some tips. Well, you're going to have to do this down at the high school field. (laughs) For starters. All this is going to have to go down to the high school field. You gonna have to climb a fence, okay. cause they not unlocking that at night for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, you gonna have to climb a fence, get some bow cutters, cut your hole in the fence, mm-hmm. make it real sexy. Yeah. Now that's about that's about it. Come there right now. You rent out Dodger Stadium. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, he didn't rent out Dodger Stadium. He made a phone call and pulled some strings. Mm-hmm. Cause oh. I don't give a damn. You can do something way baller than that than renting out that whole damn stadium for what? no damn dinner. No, well, the oh Dodgers yeah, ain't yeah, playing yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, I that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, it's sexy. I no, no, I ain't yeah. knocking it. I think it's straight gangster. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying he didn't rent out the entire stadium. He pulled pulled in a favor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. See. That's well, a connections. That was a connect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Connection. You you're not renting out that damn stadium. I don't give a damn how much money you got. That he I mean, got it's some money now. He Oh, he got money. plenty of money. He got the money to rent the stadium. Don't get yes, me wrong. He does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, to rent Phillips Arena, that's with no security and nothing. Phillips Arena in Atlanta was uh-huh. eighty five to one twenty five, as I remember. God. Oh, that's pocket change. No for chance. <laughs> but now, but uh, yeah, I you said Dodger Stadium. I sure uh, did. Uh, Woo! Where the Dodgers play. Boy, he nice. Now let me tell you something. That was straight player. I want it you to was. understand. Hats nice. off to you, Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Hats off to that, you, Pimp. Like, oh my God. But now, fellas, get right. that out your mind. <laughs> Let's do some substitutes that you can do. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Okay. What you you can go and buy a third base. <laughs> <laughs> and sit back. <laughs> Put that in your backyard. That's cool. That works. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, you could buy a third base. I That'd be that. hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right there. You know, you know, you know, you know, you can make a miniature baseball diamond in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or. 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 You can cut on a uh, video Major League Baseball game and put that up on the screen and have a, your dinner in front of the TV. <laughs> you know, act like well, you that's had a so obvious, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to tell you what, what you're not finna do, do what Drake did night. now. 
That's straight mobbing. Go ahead, Drake. I ain't mad at you, man. Hats off to you. One player yeah. to another one. I take my hat off to you on that one right there. That was gangster. It was. All right, thank you, Steve. More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so did you guys see the white man from New Jersey who went viral for screaming racial slurs and harassing his black neighbors? Yeah, he gave out his address on the video and basically challenged people to show up at his house. This was all over uh, Instagram. Come whoop his ass? Yeah. So we all he saw. He just when, gave out his address. Yeah, he gave out his address. And oh, he showed was, up. He was foul and vile with it. He really was. When did we all somebody saw, show up? Huh, did, did somebody they? show up? Hey, hey, did Tommy, they? Tommy, yeah, I miss Tommy. This, huh? Listening is fundamental. If you just <laughs> let her do this damn story, then it show up. Somebody whoop it there. What he say? It's, it's all coming, sir. Just come on. Well, we all saw when people accepted his challenge and showed up at his house and protested. Edward Matthews was humiliated. He was arrested and charged with drugs, weapons, assault, and stalking. The community came together, which is the good news, and handled their business. So, yes, yes Tommy, they showed up and now, showed Now, how many people out. went out there, Shirley? <laughs> a lot. About three million, Steve. How about that for an Everybody answer? who he saw the video. His, he gave out his address. Like, he, okay. Like, right. Like, like, like nothing was going to happen. <laughs> it was when they threw the Black Lives Matter flag at him when they were arresting him. That did it for me. Yes, That's yes. what I love. Wow. <laughs> did they did they drape it over him like he was like he was uh, James Brown? Did they drape it over? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So this was the weirdest thing. I, I'm still shaking my head on this one. A black woman has gone viral uh, gone viral after she arrived at her 50th birthday party. Get this, guys, in a casket. In a casket, what? okay? Yeah. For what? Listen to the theme of the party. It was life after death. The woman was wheeled uh. into a venue in a glass-topped casket while a poem titled Life After Death was recited as she made her entrance. Then she emerged from the casket then she walked into the party and, and was just singing and everything. I, I'm still confused. I'm still shaking my head. I saw, I saw that. saw it. What? You saw uh-huh. it too, Steve. What, what happened, What's Steve? the purpose of the casket? Though? Wait, it oh, it didn't make no sense. Any. If you're trying to make the point that turning 50 was like dying for you and there's life after death, there's other ways of doing it. But I don't, I don't understand the case. It was ridiculous to me. And then... And then they had to help her ass get up off the damn gurney. Now, mm-hmm, they did. I don't know what she was doing under that glass casket, but you look too. close to me. I don't, I don't, I've never seen anybody pretend like they was deaf and then write a poem and go through all yeah. that. But the people around that taking her serious, all right now. Right. Ain't nobody buying into Can't this ignorant ass mess. Yeah. Uh-uh. Saw stuff to me you just don't play with. I don't play with yeah. that. Who like thought that. this was, who, which one of your friends thought this was a good girl, idea? Girl, that's good. Yeah, girl. She didn't that's it that right there. Anyone. Go I ahead. Uh-uh. 
She well, didn't run that by anyone. <laughs> nah, you play too much with that. Uh-huh. For real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But speaking and of I would viral like to also videos. say, oh, go ahead. I say I'm sorry, I'll also like to say, I had not a damn thing to do with the poem. Oh. <laughs> Let's clear that just up right now. Let's clear that here. up. I just want yes. to make sure y'all know that is not my work. <laughs> that was crazy. What were you going to say, Carla? Speaking of viral stupid. videos, what? Oh, did y'all see Karen, a Karen in the Victoria's Secret yes, uh, store throwing yes. a tantrum? And she kind of attacked the woman. I guess the woman was a sister. Yeah. Recording her on TikTok. And sh- this they arguing about draws? What is they arguing about? I don't know what they were arguing about, but this woman had a tantrum for a long time in Victoria's Secret. Over some panties? (laughs) What is they arguing about? I don't know what it was over. I don't know what's wrong with people. Everybody's crazy. But she hit the black woman and then just backed up, started crying because she knew she was recording her. She did. She's screaming, don't, don't take me. Mm Yeah. Yeah. She she tried to come after. She tried to be the victim. Karen tried to turn it around. right into a victim. What did the sister do? When she kept recording her. and kept calling her Karen. <laughs> Karen, Karen. <laughs> All right, coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it will be our last break of the day on this Tuesday. And of course, we'll have some closing remarks from our fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day. This is Tuesday. Been a yeah. good day. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. Very good day. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, in closing today, I want to talk about something. Um, I, I want to uh, impress upon people uh, the importance of faith. I was talking about it yesterday, but the difference between faith without works is dead in this conversation I had with a young man. So today I just wanted to continue, but I wanted to talk to everybody out there about the significance and the importance of faith. Look, we live in such a world today that it's almost not cool to talk about your faith. Uh, Because of IG and Facebook and, you know, all these social media, everybody works for likes and approval and comments and followers and, and all of this. And nobody really talks about how cool it is to be a person of faith. But it really, really is, man. And because it it gives you a place of protection when you have faith. It gives you a place to go when you need direction. It just gives you an edge, I found. Well, Steve, what do you mean by edge? Well, it's very simple. I can use myself as the best example. Uh, People who have followed me on the radio show for any number of years, I've had radio fans for over 21 years have followed me everywhere. I've gone on the radio, Shirley and Tommy and Carla and Junior and all of us, you know, followed us for years. Uh, At one point in time, you've seen uh, my missteps get played out publicly. You've seen some uh, mistakes I've made get played out publicly. You've seen me had to stand in the face of fire publicly. Uh, I don't think there's a person that has followed my career has not seen me uh, face public scrutiny. And all of these things that I've had to face 
I want to tell you something. I was able to get through it because I didn't face any of it alone. I happen to be a person of faith. I happen to be a child of God, as and so are you. And the fact that I'm willing to acknowledge that gives me a certain amount of strength that some people can't seem to muster because they seem to be in this thing all by themselves. But if you're a person of faith, you're not in it by yourself. See, the attacks that I've been under, you didn't just attack me. You attacked a child of God. I'm one of his children, and I'm here to tell you that you are too, that you can reside under the protection of his wings, that you don't have to stand out there and feel like it's just you and you all alone by yourself, because you're not. He promised to be with you in the worst of times, in the best of times. When you can call on nobody else, you can call on your faith. I've done it time and time again. I'm a living witness to the fact that God is ever-present. That I don't care what you get yourself into, you ain't gotten yourself into nothing God can't get you out of. I don't care what it is you're going through, you ain't going through nothing that God don't have the ability to pull you through. Steve Harvey is a living witness to that. I'm just talking to you about faith, man, so you can get back to being cool with being a person of faith. Don't worry about what them naysayers say. Don't worry about what them haters say. They have no say-so in your life unless you give it to them. And I don't. I don't give the internet no power over me. I don't give social media no power over me. You can take the swipe at me if you want to. I'm not going to respond. I have learned to be still. To let him do the battle for me. That's hard sometimes. Because, you know, you can correct it with this remark or with that remark, or you could think that you could put something out there. But let me tell you something when you respond to these people. You're not doing yourself any good when you respond to these people. You know why? Because for people who love you, no explanation necessary. But for people who hate you, no explanation acceptable. I don't care what you say to a hater. If they've made up in their mind to hate, there's nothing you can do. But can I tell you something? It's nothing they can do either. They can't do nothing to you that God don't allow to happen. And if God allows some of this to get through, it's only to strengthen you. And sometimes God allows things to happen to people like you and me because he's got a lesson to teach them other people. Because, see, sometimes God allows the stuff to happen to you because he knows you're strong enough to take it. And the lesson sometimes ain't for you. Sometimes he's trying to show your enemy something. I can't count the time he's prepared a table in front of my enemies. I can't count them. I can't count the times when I know people have laughed behind my back. I can't count the times that my faith has gotten me through. You have this same God available to you. And I know you do. And I know you know it. But you got to get back to being a person of faith that's cool with it. Having faith is cool. It's really, really cool. I got no problem telling people that's how I got to where I am. I ain't got no problem telling. I have no other explanation for you anyway. How I've gotten through every misstep, every mistake, every public piece of scrutiny is because I have a faith in God that's, that is just, it's, it's powerful, man. 
and it gets me through everything that I need to get through, and he's pulled me through everything I've needed to get pulled through. He'll do the same thing for you. Being a person of faith is cool. Don't ever stop being that, okay? Because God is good, all right? Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great day today. Hey, listen, talk to God. He'd love to hear from you for real. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 